to Building Stronger Creatives, a fitness podcast for musicians, artists, nerds, and former misfits. I'm a former out-of-shape professional musician turned personal trainer and nutrition coach to hundreds of clients, and I'll give you no-nonsense information about what it really takes to get and stay fit within the context of a creative life. Here, you'll find practical advice on strength and endurance training, sane and simple nutrition, habit building, and time management tools to help you make lifestyle changes that actually stick. Most fitness coaches have no clue what it really means to be a creative, whether you're a professional or a passionate hobbyist. I'm different. I've been where you are, and I share your values. Let me show you how you can use the gym to build a kick-ass creative life. Welcome back to another episode of Building Stronger Creatives. In today's show, I want to talk about something that really is at the heart of your fitness success. This is something that so many people overlook in favor of shiny objects. People think if they can just find the perfect training program or the perfect diet, or if they just go hard enough for long enough that they're going to get some kind of magical result. And the reality with fitness is that just like getting really good at music or at an art, it takes a really, really long time. And you have to continue showing up and doing the work if you want to actually get to the next level. Consistency is really the only thing in all of fitness that could even come close to being this type of magic bullet. And unfortunately, this is one of the things that a lot of people are really missing. And it's one of the things that tends to get pushed aside in the pursuit of the perfect program and the perfect diet. Why is that? Well, people are always looking for something better. They're not satisfied with the slow pace of results. They want something that's faster and more dramatic. And they just don't stick with things long enough to actually see results. Honestly, If you just stuck with something and you stayed consistent and you continued to show up to the gym, you probably would get at least pretty decent results. But that's not what most people do. They go really hard on a new program or a new class or some new diet. They don't see the results that they want or maybe life just gets in the way. They fall off and then they go looking for something else. And if you repeat this cycle year after year after year, like so many of us do, you're really never going to get anywhere toward your fitness goals. And you're just going to become more and more frustrated and disillusioned. Again, if you can just pick something and stick with it, even if the thing that you pick is like objectively not that great of a program, you're probably going to see better results than that person who's constantly looking for something better and constantly hopping from program to program. Now, as a busy creative person, I understand that looking for something better may not be the only obstacle to you staying consistent. If you are practicing, if you're in the studio, if you're writing at your computer, if you're at work doing you know, presentations and, and working on projects, it's tough sometimes to find enough time to stay consistent with exercise. And if you don't love exercise already to begin with, it becomes even harder. We make time for the things that are important to us, but if you really hate something, it doesn't feel good, you don't really see the immediate payoff, even if you know on some level that it's good for you, you're really not going to make an effort to make it work in your schedule. So thinking about all of these different obstacles to consistency, I created a system several years ago that I think will help you become more consistent. 
Now, this is called the four C system because there are four steps don't necessarily have to be done in order, but I do think that they're all important and they all start with a C. Shocker. So what I'm going to do in today's episode is I'm going to talk you through my four C system to become a more consistent exerciser. Now, if you're someone who already likes to work out and you're already doing a pretty good job of staying consistent, good for you. You could choose to skip this episode, but I do think that it's worth listening to because sometimes we might be missing one of these C's. And I really think that when we can incorporate all of them into the way we think about and approach exercise, we're much more likely to stick with this for life and we're much more likely to see the real fruits of our labors. So before we get into the four C's, let me just define a little bit more clearly what I mean by consistency. Now, I think a lot of people think that they need to hit the gym five times a week, six times a week, work out every single day, work out for an hour, feel like they're crushing themselves every workout. And that's not really what I'm talking about here. Honestly, if you all you could do was go for a 15 minute walk and you went three times a week, but you went every single week for three, four, five months, that would be considered consistency. Consistency to me is really creating a routine that works for you and makes sense for your lifestyle, for your goals, and for the other things that you value, and actually following through on that. Here's a little bit of psychology for you. Let's say we have two people. We have creative number one, who says, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. And then we have creative number two who says, I'm going to go to the gym two days a week. Creative number one has a really high expectation, which can be great, but they consistently fall through and they only make it to the gym like two or three times a week. So creative number one feels bad about themselves. They feel like they're not living up to their promises and they get frustrated. Creative number two, who had the lower commitment, paradoxically is going to feel a lot better about themselves even if they only do two workouts a week. Because they are meeting their expectation, a realistic expectation that they set, they feel good. They feel like, wow, I can actually do the things that I said I was going to do. So as we start to talk about the first C in a second here, I want you to consider that setting the highest possible bar setting really high expectations for how long and how often you're going to work out might actually be counterproductive at first. It can be better to set the bar a little bit lower, but pick a frequency or pick some training program that you know for sure you can actually stick with and then follow through and see that self-confidence build. See yourself following through on your commitments and see, wow, I'm actually the kind of person who can do this versus, wow, I'm the kind of person who says I'm going to do something and I never quite get to where I want to be. So again, consistency is really just about continuing to show up week after week, month after month, year after year. It does not mean you're showing up and doing the hardest, longest, most intense, and most frequent workouts. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's dive into the first C, which is commitment, as in make a realistic commitment. So this goes back to what I was just talking about. I think one of the biggest problems when it comes to consistency is that people try to do way too much way too soon, especially if you're new to exercise or if you're coming back after a long hiatus. What we want to do when we're creating our workout plan is to take an honest look at our current schedule and our current commitments. And also I would say our current fitness level, because if you, again, if you haven't been doing much, you're really setting yourself up to feel super sore and tired and 
honestly not that great if you try to hammer a workout every single day on your first week back. So what we want to do is think about how busy am I right now? How much am I currently working out? And like a little bit, you know, what are my goals? So if my goal is just get into strength training, do I really need to be lifting four or five times a week? Probably not. Now, if you're a more advanced trainee and you have a performance goal, like you're trying to run a marathon, you'll probably need to train more frequently or reconsider the race or the goal that you've set for yourself. So what do I have going on right now? What are my goals? What's my current fitness level? And then what we want to do is we want to actually make a physical commitment to ourselves by putting our workouts into our calendar. Now, creatives are different than other people and you might have a more flexible schedule, but I I can almost guarantee you have a a calendar or like a planner book where you write down your gigs or your appointments or things like that. And what I would love for you to do for yourself is to start building your workouts into that planner the same way you would schedule a meeting or a performance or something else that's important to you. Digital, on paper, it really doesn't matter. But whenever you do your planning for the week, I want you to sit down, make a realistic commitment for how many times you're going to work out and put that into your calendar and try to protect that time. Now, especially for folks who work in an office and maybe your manager or your boss can just schedule meetings whenever, you might not have total control over your time. And that's okay. But a lot of times, even just putting that appointment in the calendar will protect it somewhat or it will at least tell you, okay, if a meeting pops up here, I already made this commitment, I'm devoted to it, and you'll look for ways to reschedule it and make it work. So think about, again, how busy are you? Realistically, how many days can you commit to working out? And then put that directly in your calendar or put it in a place where you're going to see it. You need to protect that time and you need to signal to yourself that you're not just like waiting until you feel like working out (laughs) because that won't really work very well for most people. And you're instead planning and you're being, you know, committed to that time. That time is for you and that time is for your training. Now, when in doubt for this first C for commitment, again, I think it's best to commit to less. And if you want to do more, you can fill in more. So just as a ballpark recommendation, if you can do two weekly sessions of strength training, those would have to be full body sessions if you're doing them twice a week, and then maybe one session that's more cardio based, that would be a great bare minimum of workouts for a creative who's looking to get stronger and fitter. Now, on top of that, ideally, we'd also be doing some walking. So maybe you'd schedule a 15 minute walk once a day or something like that. But honestly, if you're currently doing nothing, starting with just two to three weekly workouts that are about 45 minutes, or maybe even a little bit less, is going to make it much more likely that you actually get it done, and that you actually build and see the results of being more consistent. So again, first C is commitment. You need to make a realistic commitment for how often you're going to train and you need to actually put it on paper or put it in your digital calendar to show yourself that you're protecting that time. The second C is convenience. So this is so, so huge for creatives. I work with a lot of people who are constantly bouncing between home and a studio or a concert hall or they're teaching lessons or they're going to an office. My clients are all over the place and they're not necessarily just working a traditional office job where they go into one office all day and then they come home for the rest of the evening. So 
as we're making our commitment, as we're thinking about how we're going to work out, I think that convenience really has to be considered. If you join a gym that's way out of the way, you're not going to go. Just bottom line, it's not going to happen. So what we want is either to find a gym that's close to home or close to the place where you tend to work the most or to invest in some equipment and create a home gym. This has been really huge for people during the pandemic. I would actually say that a majority of my clients who are creatives are training at least part of the time in a home gym. Some of them have really awesome home gyms with power racks and weights. Some of them are a little bit more limited, but they all can make it work without having to go way out of their way. Now, location is just one part of convenience. Some people are honestly and truly really, really busy and really scattered with a lot of obligations all over the place. Now, for these people, committing to a full workout that's 60 minutes or honestly even 45 minutes for some people is not going to be realistic right now. And thinking about that time commitment is just enough to get people not to work out and not to be consistent. So with these types of clients, I start to get a little bit creative with how we break up the workout and how we sprinkle activity into the day to make it more convenient. One example would be we have a full workout, but we're not going to do it all in a row. Maybe you're going to do two exercises at one point in the morning And then later in the morning, you're going to do another two exercises. And then later in the afternoon, you do another two exercises, something like that, where you're breaking up the workout over the course of the day. You could all we could also just set um, an overall activity goal. So I have a few clients where it's like every day you're going to do five sets of 10 squats and you can do them whenever you want to throughout the day. But it's mostly just important to get that movement in. You could Do this with lots of different exercises. So if you're a stronger trainee who's maybe working on your pull-ups, chin-ups, you could set a daily chin-up goal for yourself. You have a chin-up bar at home and throughout the day, you're going to do one or two or however many. And then over the course of the day, you're going to rack up, you know, 30 chin-ups or something like that. You could do it with lunges. You can really get creative here. You don't necessarily have to do a full workout where you go to a gym You train for an hour and then you have to shower and eat. And when all is said and done, it's like a two hour production. You can break your workouts into smaller chunks. You can train in different places. You want to make it as convenient as possible. Bring the exercise to you to where you are and try to get rid of as many barriers as you can to just moving. A few other things to possibly consider are putting the workout at the time of day that makes the most sense. So I'm often a big fan of morning workouts for people. What tends to happen later in the day, and this is not true for everybody, but obligations come up, shit comes up, people get busy, they get distracted. So if someone's planning to work out at like 5 p.m., a million things will get in the way and it won't happen. Now, if someone gets up and works out at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. and then gets on with their day, they're a lot less likely to run into those obstacles. So that would work well for that person. Now, if you are absolutely not a morning person and you'd rather like light yourself on fire than get up for a 6 a.m. workout, you know, then you need to work out later in the day. So we have to consider, again, just how we can make it as easy as possible for ourselves and lower the barrier to entry as much as we possibly can. The third C is really, really important. And this is one that I think even experienced exercisers often overlook. And it's the thing that can throw people off, even if they're exercising consistently, but life gets in the way. 
And that third C is connection. Now there are two parts to this. The first part is connection to others. Now I'm super introverted and a lot of the time I think that I would just prefer to do everything by myself. And you may be the same way. But human beings are wired, we evolved to be social animals. We do better with other people. We are more likely to show up to the gym when we know someone's waiting for us. We maybe are more likely to work harder if we have a friend that's pushing us in the workout. We just, we, we, are, we uh, keep ourselves on the hook better when other people are involved versus when it's just ourselves. Not only that, but we can also get more enjoyment and more fulfillment out of the things that we're doing. So if you're struggling to go to the gym by yourself, you might find that getting a workout buddy makes it a lot more fun. Or same thing by joining an exercise class or something like that, where there are other people involved. Perhaps you are going to have some sort of like a rec sports league or go biking with other creatives, people that you work with, your colleagues and peers. That might be a really fun way to get you motivated to actually show up. People are depending on you. Other people are going to be there going through the same thing. It just makes it so much easier to stay consistent. If you're struggling to find connection in person, or perhaps you just don't want to go there with the people in your life because maybe you feel insecure, or you don't think that they'll understand the type of training that you want to do, there's so many great ways to connect with people online. There's so many great supportive Facebook groups for creatives, for people who want to work out, really for any combination of interest or personality, you can probably find a forum or a Facebook group or some sort of online channel to connect with people. Now, there are shitty ones as well. There are ones that are full of like scammers and uh, people trying to sell you things and people are jerks. So it unfortunately, it may take a little bit of trial and error, but I know from personal experience, I've been totally blown away by the quality of support and kindness and connection that I see in some of the best groups online. So don't be discouraged if you feel like there's nobody in your immediate network that's into what you're into or wants to train with you. Go ahead and look online, explore a little bit, and hopefully you can find someone that's on the same page or on the same journey as you are. The second part of connection is connection to your values. And this is what it really, really takes, honestly, to become a lifelong consistent exerciser. Sure, when we're just getting started, there's a lot of planning and logistics. When we talk about commitments, scheduling, making it convenient, deciding how we're going to reduce the barrier to entry, all of that stuff is really important. But in the long run, if what we're doing isn't connected to the stuff that's most important to us, we're just not going to follow through with it. So as a creative person, you probably have values that are similar to other people. You know, maybe you value family. Um, you Maybe you value, uh, I don't know, spending time with friends those are kind of similar. But you probably also have other values like um, the love of learning or being interested in natural beauty, always being curious, um, the love of the arts, all of this stuff is really important to you potentially. And what we want to do is over the long term, try to find ways to integrate our workout routine with these things. So the first example that I gave was maybe you like to spend time with your family, whether you're, you have kids of your own or you're just close with your friends, you know, you like to spend time with the people that you love. It's really tough to go to the gym. Let me use the kids example. So if you have young kids, 
it's very tough, if not impossible, to justify going to the gym for an hour by yourself and working out while your partner or your parents or whoever else is watching the kids. It's just probably not going to happen. Now, what if you could do something active with your kids? Maybe you could go for a bike ride with your kids, or maybe you could work out at home while your kids are around. You want to structure your training so that you can still spend time with the people you love and that working out isn't taking away from the thing that's important to you. Now, for creatives, it can be very helpful to find ways to work out outside, I find, because a lot of us are very connected to nature and to the the natural world, appreciating the beauty of the places that are around us. So this may not be possible year round, but in the summer, you know, can you get outside to work out? Can you go for a bike ride? Can you swim? Can you just go for an outdoor walk every day? How can you put yourself in a place that's going to be inspirational to you and maybe allow those creative juices to churn a little bit? I have a few clients who are creatives who, even before we started working together, they loved taking really long walks outside just without music or anything because it was great for them to think about ideas and to process. And then they could go back to the studio or to their office or practice room and just create really high quality work. You could even find ways to build Uh, like getting to concerts or getting to museums or shows into working out. Again, can you walk more? Can you ride your bike? Could you buy a day pass to a gym that's right by a show that you're going to go to? There are a lot of ways that you can try to incorporate exercise into doing the things that you want to do. So think a little bit about, you know, what's most important to you? What lights you up? What keeps you going? Why are you here in the world? And think about, first of all, is my the way I'm trying to exercise taking away from that in some way, either either in time or in energy? And can I bring those two a little bit closer together? Another way to think about this, which is a little bit more high level for people that are probably already a little bit motivated, but if you can think back like to why you're working out and how it's going to improve your life as a creative, how it's going to help you live a better, um, a longer life, a happier life with better quality of movement, which is going to help you have a better career. That stuff can be motivating as well. But I do want to say that if you're just starting out, sometimes that seems a little bit out of reach. So in those cases, it's better to look for more tangible ways. You know, how can I build working out into the things that are most important to me? How can I find some connections there, whether that's literally just, you know, I'm going to go work at the studio, so I'm going to bike there and that's how I'm going to get my workout in. All of that stuff is really important. We don't want exercise to be taking away from the things that are most important to us. So again, the third C here is connection, connection to others. Can you do stuff with other people? Can you recruit accountability buddies or workout buddies? Can you find online support? And then also connection to your deepest values. Why are you doing the things you're doing and how can exercise help you or how can you tie it into those things? And then the fourth and final C is compassion, as in self-compassion. So many people, when they get started on their exercise or fitness journeys, they have really high expectations. Again, think about creative number one for my earlier example. I'm going to work out five days a week. I'm going to crush it. I'm going to be a badass. And then, you know, life comes crashing down on this person and they only get to the gym maybe a couple times a one week. Maybe they miss a week and they just start to feel really bummed. So when this happens, first of all, that person would need to maybe readjust their commitment. But It's really important to be kind to yourself and to understand that this is a long game and you're not going to get dramatic results right away no matter what you do. So how can we look for ways to stay in the game, to stay consistent, 
to build exercise into our lives in a way that works with the things that's important to us. And all along the way, understanding that we're never going to be perfect, we're going to have mistakes, things aren't going to go as planned. And it doesn't mean that we're a bad person. It doesn't mean that we're lazy. It doesn't mean that we don't want it. It just means that we have to figure out a little bit better plan. If we're super hard on ourselves, if we expect perfection, I know nobody nobody listening to this has ever struggled with perfectionism. Um, you know, creatives tend to be super, super hard on themselves and expect really high level of success with stuff right away. It's just not going to happen. And again, that's okay. What's important and what will really dictate your success in the long term is if you can see this as a learning experience and look for ways to just pick yourself up and keep going. So when you mess up, when you fall off the wagon, don't uh, resist the trap of really beating yourself up and being super hard on yourself. Instead, be kind to yourself. Recognize that you're learning, potentially learning something new that you've never done before. And understand that fitness is truly a long game. It's just like your art. It's just like the stuff that you're creating, the work that you're putting out into the world. You can't force it. But you have to keep going and you have to continue showing up if you want to get better and if you want to see real results and continue to take things to a higher level. So again, self-compassion, so, so important. Recognize that you're a flawed human like everybody else. You're doing your best and look for ways to keep moving forward. So let me summarize now again my 4C system to becoming a consistent exerciser. The first C is commitment. We have to make a realistic commitment. We can't be trying to go super hard right out of the gate. Figure out how much time you actually have for training and then sit down and actually put it in your calendar. Commit to that time, make it set aside for yourself and show up when you schedule your workouts. The second C is convenience. We wanna make working out as easy as possible, especially if you're a busy creative running all over the place doing a million things. This could mean joining a more convenient gym. It could mean building out a home gym, doing some combination of the two. It could mean doing shorter workouts or even breaking workouts up throughout the day. Anything that's going to make it, again, as easy as possible for you to show up and train. The third C is connection. First is connection to other people. It's a lot harder to bail on your workouts when someone's waiting for you. And also working out can just be a lot more fun when you have other people along for the ride, whether that's in-person or digital. The second part of connection is connection to your values. What's important to you? How can you make sure that exercise isn't taking away from that in terms of either time spent doing the thing or energy you have for the thing? And how can you start to tie movement and exercise into the things that light you up? The final C is compassion, as in self-compassion. You're not going to get it right out of the gate. What's most important is that you're kind to yourself, you learn when you fall off the wagon, and that you just keep showing up. Again, consistency really, to me, is all about continuing to show up again and again and again over the long term. When we do that, even if we're not perfect, even if we don't have the best training program ever, we are so much more likely to see results like getting stronger, having more endurance, having fewer aches and pains than we are if we go super hard for two weeks, don't show up to the gym for a month and a half, and then get back on the wagon and repeat the cycle again. 
Consistency really is one of the most important things, if not the most important thing, when it comes to building lasting health and fitness that'll make you a better creative and make your life a whole lot more fun. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Building Stronger Creatives. If something you heard resonated with you, I would love for you to share this episode with someone else who might enjoy it. I also always appreciate comments, ratings, and reviews. These things help me get the word out to other creatives who could benefit from this type of information. See you back on the next episode. Until then, stay curious, stay passionate, and stay strong. Thank you.